Oh my goodness, did you hear that wake-up call? Matthew 6.33 says, Steep your life in God reality, God initiative, and God provisions. That's the message, Bible. That's the life I want. How about you? I'm Kimberly, born from above believer for over 30 years, the storyteller of my life using a visionary voice, and I'm a faith coach. This podcast will fan your faith into flame, create boldness to step out, and challenge you to ask for more. There's always more. Hey people, can you help me sound the alarm to wake us up? When you choose a star, leave a review, hit subscribe, share on social media, or forward to a friend, it fires the system and turns up my volume. Your part matters. You matter. We are better together. Hey, my people. (laughs) The people that are coming to check me out, maybe you're the people that are sticking with me as we do this thing. Maybe you're the people who are like me and you're trying to figure it out. You want to live different in a way that glorifies God even more than what your life does now. But you're not sure how and you're searching for answers just like I am. Those are the people that I'm talking about. So hey, thanks for being here with me this week. Last week, I started the podcast by saying, this is a good week to have a good week. This week, I'm starting the podcast by saying, this wasn't a good week to have a good week. Yeah, I have promised in this podcast that I will be open, honest, transparent, and vulnerable as I am the storyteller of my life. I am a podcaster and I am a little bit preacher with a visionary voice. Yeah, I have a visionary voice because God seems to talk to me often in a lot of visions. I have a blog called Wind Words that you will find on my website that shares a lot of those visions and the words that blew my way. And today, as usual, I'm going to share one of my wind words. Um, First, I want to give you an honest background of how this came to be about this week. I was on my Facebook page for 633 Wake Up, and somehow or another, I don't know how I did it. I can't seem to even find it again. But there was statistics shown to me that said that I had engaged a lot of starts, a lot of people on my podcast video to listen to. But then the next statistic showed me on my Facebook page that 90 some percent dropped my podcast video at 22 seconds. Now, in my past, I have struggled so much with what people think of me. I have struggled with rejection. I have 
struggled with uh, negative emotions, negative thoughts, and I had a week of battling people. Um, you know, if I have, if I am weak in those areas, what on earth am I doing having a podcast and a blog, putting my life out there for everybody to see? What am I doing? Well, honestly, I am doing this out of obedience. Yes, it's true. I love to preach. When I talk like this, I feel anointed. I feel empowered. I feel like I am created to do this. But there's that flesh part of me that says, holy crap, let's run away and hide in my closet and just pray. That's how I can do my best for God. Yeah, that's the battle that I have continually for most of my life before becoming born from above and after being born from above. And 30 odd years later, it is still the battle. Is it your battle? Do you battle negative thoughts, negative emotions? Or maybe you don't care at all what people think. And sometimes maybe that's not so great either. I want to share my wind word, and you can find this on my blog, uh, 633-wakeup.com. You will find more about me, my podcast, my blog, and the faith coaching um, that I do. Okay, so here we are. March 9th. I wrote, Today I'm reminded of the first time I shared my testimony in public. It was a women's aglow meeting and I stood and opened up my life. I shared the hurts that I had experienced and I told the lies that I had believed and how God exposed them and gave me truth. I was open and honest of my anger, my rebellion, and my hatred. They were feelings that had consumed me for far too long. After recognizing God's calling to me into His love and accepting it, then the ridicule and fear of what others thought tried to control me even more. They still try to some days. When I was finished sharing my story, my eyes fell to a woman in tears and my heart ached for her. When I asked if there was anyone in the room that would like me to pray for them, and asked them to come forward, she's the one that came and said these words to me. You just told my life story, and if God can do that for you, he can do it for me, right? Of course I said yes, and I held her sobbing as I prayed for her to see God's love for her and for her to love herself. And this is what God said to me as I held that woman. If all the pain in your life was for this one to receive me, would you do it again, just for one? I contemplated the life that I had lived and the joy of having this woman in my arms, and I said yes. 
Today I think about this because I have felt like running away from wind words, from my podcast for the last few days. I wanted to quit as I didn't see any point of any of this. But I was reminded of this and I have been asked again, would you do it for just one? For one to be free in my love? And of course, my answer was yes. Our lives are not just about us, wherever we are, whatever we're doing, and whoever we are with, and whatever we say. It is always for others to hear him, to feel his love, and to know him. Let us be careful to be like him. This is what happened to me. These statistics came across my path about my podcast when I wasn't even looking at it from my Facebook page. And they deflated my faith. So what do we do when that happens? You know, I wanted to run back to my closet, like I've said. I wanted to quit it all. I wanted to stay within my safe place. But no, God has called me to be up on a hill and to shine that he was taking this thing public. And if you want to know where that comes from, that's Matthew chapter 5 of the message version. And I have promised my father, the God of heaven, that I would be obedient. Sometimes I struggle with that obedience. There have been so many times in my journey that he's called me to do this and it doesn't make any sense. Sometimes I fight and squirm a little bit, but I do it. And sometimes he's called me to stop this and I can be very upset with him because I love what I'm doing. I love where I'm working. I love being in that ministry or on that board or whatever it is. But I know that he's spoken to me and he says, move now. And it's hurt because it's crushing. It's something I enjoy and I feel I have some worth in it and I have some thing involved in an investment to help other people. Sometimes it's just for a paycheck. But God says to me, move on. And I submit and I move on. That's a different feeling than wanting to run and hide a little bit. But it's still part of the same battle that what I want isn't always in line with what God wants for me or for me to do or not do. So here we are, sinking in despair this week, not having a good week, which makes me even more vulnerable to the culture around me of my my family, my finances, my uh, noise, my housekeeping. All of these things then become stresses in my life. So the rest of things don't even line up properly. 
I have an entire week of of stress and of overload and and maybe I'm a little more emotional than I should be and and maybe I am not writing my wind words until you know 11 o'clock at night because I don't want to do it maybe I'm snappy with my husband maybe I'm not taking my time in my bible and in my prayer or in my walks like I had been all of these things are now a chaos of my life Have you ever experienced that kind of thing going on in your world, in your life, your family, your mind, your finances? I know you have because you're human if you're hearing me. And we all have that. But is this, is this the spiritual warfare that we are to be in? Here, I want to share another windward. Yeah. So this was the very next day. Because as I finally sat down on the 9th of March and had my prayer time and my journal time and and I emptied myself before God, of course, he was faithful to fill me up. Why? Why does it take so long for me to come to that conclusion that I need to take a moment and sit down with him, to pour out myself, to be real with my emotions and my doubts and my fears, and to be questionable of his love for me and and his calling? Why does it take so long to look back at this book called the Holy Bible that pregnancy test that I talked about two weeks ago, and see that positive result of my faith. Because that's where it's grounded in. It isn't grounded in who listens to this podcast for the full 15 minutes. It isn't grounded in how many followers I have or if anybody is sharing it, or if anybody is commenting, or if anybody is encouraging me, or if anybody is even listening. I am doing this for the one. What if that one is even just me? My obedience to him. My faith is positive in aligned with the word of God, what he's called me to do, the peace that I carry, the what I say, the way I act. What is your faith grounded in? So after my time with God and him realigning my faith back up to the word, back up to his presence, back up to just looking at him, waking me up, giving me a a little shake. Why do I doubt that what I am doing is stirring up a hornet's nest, maybe, of things to come against me? Is that not what we're promised? I know one pastor that says he judges 
his critical um, remarks and what the internet says about him as to where his faith is. Because if he's going with the flow of the world, there isn't much. But if he's going in the opposite direction of the world, if he is swimming up the current instead of going with the flow, there will be opposition. I want my faith to be just aligned with what my father thinks about me. Do you know that song, The Audience of One? Google it. Check it out. But here we are. I wanted to share one more windward. And this is March 10th on my blog. You can find it. And I titled this one, Spiritual Warfare. And this is what I wrote. Today I'm reminded of spiritual warfare. Keep reading. This might not be what you think. Do you ever have days or weeks where you seem to be fighting for your faith? Fighting to act like you really want to? Jude 3 of the Message Bible says this, Fight with everything you have in for this faith entrusted to you as a gift to guard and to cherish. The spiritual warfare that I fight for is this, to keep acting in a way that shows my faith. Not the faith that says I believe in God and His Son, but the faith to live in the way that shows I trust Him in everything and with everything. The faith that keeps me holding my tongue and not giving my opinion. The faith that says it's okay to be joyful when the world around me is in a pandemic. The faith that does not worry about the bills next month or the car that needs fixed or the test that one's having at the doctor's office. The faith that says, I'm okay. The faith that says, I will not react in anger. The faith that says, I will not be offended. I will not be judgmental, just because it isn't the way how I would do it. The faith that says, I will not hold unforgiveness against anyone, because I know how much God has forgiven me. This is the spiritual warfare that I'm in every day. And you're in it too, if you're born from above. The fight against my strong spirit to hold the faith in the Holy Spirit. Yep, these words blew my way. And they are from 2 Corinthians 10.5 of the Message Bible. We use our powerful God tools for smashing warped philosophies, tearing down barriers erected against the truth of God, fitting every loose thought and emotion and impulse into the structure of the life shaped by Christ. I ended this windward with this is our wake-up. I know you've heard it. The battle is in our minds. When you think about what you're thinking about, you will know this to be true. Our loose thoughts, our emotions, and our impulses want to flow the way of the world and not the way that Jesus would. This is the spiritual warfare 
that we live in every day. So my challenge to you this week, think about what you're thinking about. Pay attention to how you're responding, how you're reacting. What are your thoughts? What are your emotions? What impulses are you doing? Let's take a challenge together this week to live like Jesus would in the lives we're living. Until next time, be blessed and be a blessing. Hey, you can find some links in my show notes, and they're for my website, and they're for a free sign-up for Wind Words. These are the little devotionals that come into your email daily about the stories and the experiences of my life. They're free. They're just for the asking, the sign-up. There's no commitment, no cost to you. On my website, you will also find out uh, more about me and my story, and you can see what faith coaching is and what, what is available with that. So come on, go check it out. It is at www.633-wakeup.com. I hope that you connect us together. Thank you.